This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And welcome into our number two of our Easter Saturday show. And boy, I got some good news for you, turkey hunters and you fishermen. That frontal system has picked up some speed and is getting on out of the way. Uh, you know, as Daryl mentioned, all of that Grand Isle area, Golden Meadow, Homa, uh, actually the western end of Lake Pontchartrain, uh, all in the clear now. It's moving uh, much quicker than it was. It was anticipated it was going to hang over us for a while, but it's pretty much moving already into the Mobile, Alabama area. And hopefully this stuff gets out there sooner than later. So it's looking good. You're probably going to have the rest of the day. If you didn't plan a fishing trip, you might want to schedule it. Uh, the winds behind it are not predicted to be that bad. But as Daryl mentioned, that's one of the considerations. All right, got a crawfish report for you. I was told that the rouses have the hot from the pot going on from 11 a.m. this morning till 7 p.m. tonight. Actually, it's seven days a week, including Easter Sunday. They'll be open you can get live or boiled crawfish hot from the pot at your local Rouse's store. That's a great place to get them. Next week, if you're going to wait till then, come out to Lamar Dixon, uh, the Expo Center in Gonzales. The Dreams Come True Crawfish Cook-Off is going to be going on, and you're invited to come on in there and do some uh, sampling of some of those mud bugs. I'll be one of the judges there and hope to see you out there. All right, text messages are coming in. We're talking about those Brake tags for trailers. Yes, there is a law on it. It's not heavily enforced, but it is on the law books. I got someone wants to know, where do you go for the trailer brake tags? Wherever you go to get your regular brake tag, they can do it for a trailer. Just needs your registration, your driver's license, uh, proof of insurance, and 20 bucks, and that'll get you one. And a good idea would be to staple it to your registration. Don't see anywhere on a boat trailer you're going to be able to put a paper uh, sticker on there and it's i know it's kind of laminated but uh, i don't think it would hold up especially being dunked into the water occasionally all right uh here's one from about the backstrap stacker he says he's been pulling a boat for 30 years never purchased a tag for my boat trailer never bull pulled and pulled over three-day weekend snapper works well as long as the weather cooperates which it never does so his vote is for the seven days fish till the quota is done i'm not sure whether alabama has a requirement for uh, brake tags on a on a boat trailer. The whole brake tag thing to me is a farce. Think about it. I can go get my vehicle inspected today. Everything's working good. Then the lights go out, the brake, they don't even check the brakes anymore. Lights, turn signals, whatever goes out. And for 364 days, it can be, uh, you know, illegal. Now, if they stop me and they see it, that's one thing. But uh, the inspection sticker on one particular day, I think it's more of a money grab. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, here we go. Happy Easter, you and your family and listeners. Congratulations on the win against DJ Red. I'm sure he was a worthy opponent. By the way, I grilled some redfish on the half shell last night using some Uncle Larry's seasoning. Great combination. The rains have arrived in West Mobile. Guess I'll be watching some Bayou Wild TV. That's from my friend David over in the Mobile area. And we got Big E from Thibodeau. Looks like the rainbow trout are finished, but it was fun while it lasted. 
now waiting for the channel catfish to be stocked in the home pond for my granddaughters to get hooked on fishing. Thanks to all involved with that program. That's from Big E in Thibodeau. And let's see, we got this one says, My son charters for Cajun fishing adventures, and they're catching like crazy right now. Text me back. Who is Which captain is your son? We're going to be talking to Brian Lambert, the owner of Cajun Fishing Adventures, and we'll be checking, getting a report from him on down in that Plaquemines Parish area. And there's my barber, Jason, headed to work on this Easter Saturday. Good morning to you, Jason, and the rest of it. If you got a report or a comment, question, 504 504- 260-1870, it's our text line. And we come back after this, we're going to have the man of the, the week, Captain Mike Gallo with that 6.6-pound 6. 6 speckled trout. Check out my Facebook page if you want to see a snapshot of it. We'll get him to give us the details, when, where, how it was caught, and also uh, find out how get an update on that uh, Captain Sam Barbaria, M- Barbera Memorial Fishing Trip auction is going. Back with Captain Mike after this. On the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're talking about and with Captain Mike Gallo. His reports each week are brought to you by CETO. I'm going to tell you, if you don't have a CETO pilot, you just really need to get it. I mean, it's $199 a year. It's peace of mind, but really, when you need it, believe me, it is a whole lot cheaper than paying regular rates. It's 24-7. They'll come get you, tow you in. If you've got an electrical problem, they'll jumpstart you, whatever it takes. From wherever you are, it will get you back to the dock safely. If you've ever been marooned overnight in a Louisiana marsh, you will appreciate having a sea tow agreement. And to get it, just call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545. Or go online and click Sea Tow 
Mike.com, and you'll be signed up immediately. Captain Mike Gallo joins us, and Mike, the big thing where everybody's talking about the buzz going on, that 6.6-pound speckled trout that you caught and had a very nice picture of. Tell us a story on that. Well, Don, um, always have caught, some of my biggest trout have always come around the full moon in April, and this year seemed to be no different. I had a I had a customer uh, on Thursday when we had fairly moderate winds, and we were drifting the train bridge, um, not quite mid-lake, I would say halfway between mid-lake and the south shore, and we were drifting you know, with the wind to our back, we had a small falling tide, and um, I was fishing a Matrix Glow, and the reason I was fishing a Matrix Glow, earlier in the week we caught some nice speckled trout, and I'm always checking the trout's stomach contents to see what they're eating, and it may provide a clue as to what I can fish, you know, lure-wise, maybe give me an advantage, and several of the bigger trout we caught earlier in the week had pogies in their stomach and that matrix glow is a is a pretty good match for looking like a pogie and it was just your standard bouncing plastics on the bottom nothing you know nothing special i felt the tap i set the hook she came straight to the surface i thought it was a little bigger than normal but i didn't think it was quite that big then as i tried to get it closer to the boat it pulled some drag and we got a got a look at it and that's when i decided might be a good idea to get the net out. <laughs> so we put her in the net, and fortunately, my customer took some pretty good pictures. You know, you try to move it around and let the sunlight get on it where it lights up pretty good. But uh, he did a real good job of taking pictures for me, and nice, beautiful fish. It's been It's been several years since I've caught one that big. You know, Mike, uh, a couple things regarding the fish. You know, it, it's, it shows you how things have changed with our speckled trout uh, species. You know, 10 years ago, a six-pound six, yeah, nice fish, but no big deal. Uh, eight or nine, yeah, yeah that would that would have raised some eyebrows and, and sent some uh, waves out there. But now a 6.6, and I mean, there's been an incredible amount of people that have commented on my Facebook page and yours and talking about it, and I'm sure it's going to bring a lot more boats out there. But uh, and, and the picture really is a beautiful picture, and you did some good advice on how to take picture, but it doesn't do that, that fish justice. I thought it was about a five-pound trout, but uh, evidently it was uh, to see it in person was even more impressive. Yeah, it was really a thick fish, really broad shoulders and fat. Um, it also had some pogies in its stomach as well as some eggs. The eggs mm-hmm. weren't fully developed, but but that's coming pretty soon that they'll be spawning, um, I would assume, on a pretty regular basis. So it was a good fish. I was happy to catch it. You know, you wonder, am I getting old? Am I getting slow? Am I missing <laughs> these fish? So, yeah. so when you catch one, it's kind of like confirmation. I still got it. Yeah. But now, let me ask you this. There's nobody I know of down there that sells pogies, and obviously that is a great speckled trout bait. you got to catch them yourself. Uh, have you ever had any experience in being able to locate and throw a cast net and get some pogies? And I know that they're, they're very tough to keep alive in a bait well, too. They are. Um, yes, I have used uh, the cast net to catch pogies. Sometimes they'll be in the canal here right behind the lodge. Uh, what I've found about pogies the scales come off quite easily, and if you've got them in a square tank, they'll bump into the corners, and their noses will get red. 
And the trout don't want to eat them as much when their noses get red. So if you can put them in a round tank and flush the water out about three or four different times, all the scales will flush out with the water, and they'll have a much better chance of staying alive because their own scales, when they flake off of them, will get clogged up in their gills and kill them. Yeah. You've got to really flush that water. But you can keep them alive, and we, we call it trout candy. And the trout just love them. Absolutely. It seems especially late in the season, um, there's a theory amongst old-time fishermen. I, I guess I'm fast becoming an old-time fisherman. But old-timers told me many years ago that the trout eat so much shrimp that by the end of summer, their mouths are getting sore. And shrimp also doesn't provide a lot of oil. It's fairly lean protein. So a lot of, of the old-timers would say they switch to eating more pogies later in the summer because it's a softer fish to eat doesn't hurt their mouth and they have oil and fat in a pogey which will in turn put weight on a speckle trout which is kind of trying to stock up for the lean winter that's on the way well welcome to the old time welcome to the old timers (laughs) club and uh my money is on the fact that they're full of oil and much more nutritious i don't know that a a speckled trout's mouth gets sore. <laughs> I'm not buying that one, but I've been hearing that for years, too. Mike, uh, before you go, how is the bidding going on? Is it closed on the Captain Sam Barbera Memorial Fishing Trip to benefit Mission 22, or is it it's still open for bids? No, I specifically chose the 8th so that we could announce the winners on the radio. So last night, about 8 o'clock, we closed down the bidding, and we had two bidders that really had great bids, one of thirteen fifty and the other of $1,300. And I just thought, with that large of a bid, I'm going to see about getting a second boat, and I'm going to see if the guy that's in second place would mind fishing with one of my team captains. So I contacted him, and he was okay with that. So we're going to have two boats go out, and we're going to be able to make a 1500 or maybe even a $2,000 um, donation Mission 22. So our winners are Guy Buris and Kenny Adams, and they're both relatively local. I think one's on the North Shore, and I think the other one's down around Bell Chase. Um, so those are going to be our winners. Frankie Scarletta is an ambassador with Mission 22. He is going to fly here from Florida so that I'll be able to present him a check. We have a local fellow by the name of Chip Clements. Uh, he is a moderator for the Wrigley's Fishing Club on Facebook. He wants to step up to the plate and buy live shrimp for our fishermen, as well as provide sinkers. Of course, we have Seto that's going to provide a camera boat, and we're going to have our good friends at Bayou Wild TV film it. So it's really turning into much more of an event than I thought it would, but I'm glad we'll spread the word and I'm thinking we're just going to make it a yearly thing going forward. Yeah, it sounds like it was a big success, and uh, we're looking forward to it with Bayou Wild to accompanying and meeting uh, Guy and the rest of the, the bidders and everybody that's participating. Uh, and also, we're going to tell some Captain Sam stories. How about that? Oh, uh, <laughs> plenty of those. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That brings a smile to everybody's face when you mention his name, and he's sorely missed uh, Captain Sam Barbera, both a military captain and a fishing captain, and 
a longtime uh, employee at uh, CCA, Coastal Conservation, and a professional fishing guy, too. Great guy to be around, a lot of fun. Well, we're looking forward to it, Mike. We'll see you then. In the meantime, if somebody wants to call you and get in on some of this trout action that's going on, uh, we got you on the website, my website. Give them your site and your phone number. Very easy. You can find me at aaofla.com. We're at Angling Adventures of Louisiana on Facebook, and the reliable telephone is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, congratulations on the fish. Go get one bigger. Thank you, Don. I'm working on it. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. And from there, we're going to get you to Brendan Bayard. He's getting ready to take a little trip to Cane River. We'll talk to him about that. And he's also got some announcements on the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club's upcoming tournaments. One next week, the Trout Challenge. He's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And our paddlers report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is presented by Massey's Outfitters. Now, you're going to find a Massey's in Mid-City, New Orleans. you got one in Baton Rouge and one right there in Covington. They've got some of the best kayak fishing models. Brands like Hobie, Jackson, and others. You can always find the accessories you need for the paddler on your gift list. You can visit their website, see all their products, and find out when the demo days take place. Go to Massey, M-A-S-S-E-Y, Outfitters.com. You can also find them on Facebook. And one of our field reporters is Brendan Bayard. Uh, He's heading up near Alexandria for a spend his Easter there and sneak in some fishing at Cane River. You know, Brendan, that is a beautiful area up there, and we had it on our radar to go do a a, a paddle trip down river, and for some reason it fell apart. Tell us about fishing at Cane River. You've been up there before to fish for bass? Yeah, Donna, I've been up there uh, a few times. I have a brother-in-law up there with a boat, and uh, he's taken me and shown me some spots in there. Uh, we've done really well this time of year. There's uh, a, a couple of places where you find lilies along the bank or, like, some uh, some down trees, and we've always done pretty good just, you know, concentrating on those structure areas, if you will. Uh, throwing uh, frogs and topwater around the lilies or uh, bouncing some jigs down below them. And then, uh, of course, you know, throwing creature baits around those uh, those fallen trees have, have worked pretty well, catching some nice bass. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting out there again. The, the water is usually pretty nice, and uh, it's a great little lake, not too much pressure. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a closed-off uh, – long river it's not a true river but uh it's uh Oxbow, it's, it's really nice yeah right and uh it, it's great you can uh you can stay away from a lot of ki- a lot of uh other fishermen and uh, have the place to yourself usually so uh great place to check out 
Well, next time we talk to you, give us a a report on how you did. I'd be interested to find out how you caught them and what you caught. All right, next weekend, the Trout Challenge is coming up. I got some people texting me. They're going out there to do some scouting. Uh, You're going to be able to fish the bridges. Uh, Brendan, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt on the the Internet and the webpage for Bayou Coast about using motorized kayaks, live scope, side finders. A lot of people don't like the new technology, thinking that kayakers should be more uh, of a primitive and a natural thing instead of high tech. And they're talking about maybe splitting them up into different competitions for those that have motors and those that don't. Where do you stand on that? Uh, you know, this whole this whole thing happened because a couple of the big national uh, tournament trails started using motors, and I think uh, you know that probably happened a few years ago. And then and then guys in the club got motors, uh, electric motors, to uh, you know to for those days where they're uh, checking out and pre-fishing before a tournament, so they don't burn out their legs or their shoulders or whatever. And I can see that, you know, I mean. Uh, I've never used one. I am thinking about getting one. I don't think it's it's uh, appropriate to use in a tournament for real. Uh, for you know, I, I I'm going to use it because I have two kids to pull around, and when it's time to go, and we're three miles from the launch, it's kind of uh, you know herding cats <laughs> to get them back. Yeah. So if I could use a couple of bow lines and hook them up to a, a motor that I have, I can pull us all in in a timely manner. And that's really what I would get one for, just because the technology is there and it's really nice and uh, it'll expand your range. Beyond so, that, I don't really think it's appropriate for uh, a club that specializes in man-powered fishing. And I think that's always been what we've been about. So if there's ever a vote, I'm going to vote to keep it pure and to keep it you know, man-powered, if you will. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, all right, we got that one coming up on the 15th, and then the big one, the Paddle Palooza, kind of the granddaddy of all the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club events. May 7th at Bridgeside. Uh, how many registrations are they taking, and what's the what are you fishing for in that one? Uh, so that one's going to be our big slam tournament. We do two every year, uh, Paddle Palooza in the spring and Fallen Tide in the fall, and uh, this one's going to be at Bridgeside. We had to change it to highway 23 after the hurricane for a bit but uh we're glad we're back and uh that that area is really great for uh for fishing uh you you have the beach that usually produces really nice speckled trout this time of year uh the flounder have been great for the last couple of years so we're all excited about that recovering from that bp oil spill so that's one of the hardest things traditionally to catch for a slam but uh you know people have been catching flounder really greatly uh, in numbers for the for the last two years, so I expect there to be lots of slams. Uh, you know, finding that perfect redfish to add up into your uh, to your slam weight aggregate uh, is is one of the most important things from a you know a, a weight standpoint. If you can catch a eight, seven or eight pound red, you really have a good shot of being in that top um, you know slam weight because you know the other species are usually you know uh, a lot smaller and in number uh or in weight compared to that redfish um i'm, I'm in expecting you know 100 plus people and uh i'm really looking forward to it i got you know got my camp reserved and uh i'm ready to go 
<laughs> Sounds like a good plan. You can find that at bckfc.org. Thanks for the report, Brendan. As always, you and the family have a happy Easter up there in Alexandria, and uh, come back with a good fishing report from Cane River. Yes, sir. I also, uh, I went over to Bogachita a couple of weeks ago when I was on the radio, and uh, I caught a bunch of those uh, rainbow trout that were in that lake. So uh, there were still some active up there, and then they had a couple of catfish in there as well. But no bass, unfortunately. I just wanted to mention that because I know I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Yeah, that's part of the uh, Get Out and Fish program up there at Bogachita State Park. And uh, I've been up there. I've fished up there, but before it was stocked, I'm really interested in going up. I have to get some more details from you because they got about six or seven ponds up there, and uh, I'm sure they didn't stock all of them. But uh, anyway, it's good news, and invite people to go up there for the price of admission. You can get in there and fish for free in a stock pond. Good conditions to bring kids, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Brendan. Take care, my friend. Thank you again. All right. There he goes, Brendan Bayard. When we come back, uh, the uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and Terrebonne Sheriff's Office is asking for your help in solving a fishing pier arson case. We got that plus two, what I consider really despicable bad boys. Their stories are coming up next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and the Terrebonne Parish Sheriff's Office is asking for help in uh, the WMA fishing pier arson case. Uh, This occurred quite a while back. It was in April, uh, just about a year ago. Uh, there was a fire on a fishing pier that was suspected to have been set by an arsonist on or around April 21st. Uh, that pier is uh, about one mile northwest of Island Road near a water control structure on the Point of Shen WMA. It's a very popular spot with kayakers. They are offering a $1,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of the person or persons responsible for that fire, and uh, we also offer to put them on the bad boy feature if they are caught. So if you know anything, contact Department of Wildlife and Fisheries or Terrebonne Parish Sheriff's Office and help get that solved. When we come back, we got a couple of really, see if you agree with me, despicable bad boys of the outdoors. It's their story next, right after we pause 10 seconds to let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Dateline Vermilion Parish, Louisiana, this past Tuesday, April 5th, while radio host Don Dubuque was filling his turkey tag, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery Agents Corporal Derek Logan, Sergeant Justin Sonier, Senior Agent Joshua Seagrest, and Corporal Matthew Perkins received information that about 80 sacks of dead crawfish were dumped at the A-Bears boat launch at Schooner Bayou in Little Prairie in Vermilion Parish on the evening of March 30th. During their investigation, the agents were able to identify a truck and trailer that delivered the dead crawfish to the boat launch and then locate the people that were in the vehicle, which turned out to be one Adam Ory and Austin Barbier. Upon further review, the agents learned that Ory bought live crawfish in Louisiana on March 20th. He drove to Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida to sell them the next day. He then drove back to Louisiana with the crawfish he couldn't sell. Ori and Barbier then dumped the now-dead crawfish at the A-Bear's boat launch on March 30th. You can see a revolting picture of that on the Don Dubuque Facebook page. Ori did not possess any required licenses to purchase or sell the crawfish. So, cited for gross littering, selling and buying without a retail seafood license, violating interstate commerce regulations, and failing to maintain records could bring criminal fines 
of up to $2,850, 120 days in jail, 16 hours working on a trash truck wearing an orange jumpsuit. And of those of you out there who agrees with me that just letting 80 sacks of crawfish waste as litter should reserve a special place in hell for 20-year-old Adam M. Fry and 23-year-old Austin R. Barbier, both of Lafayette, Louisiana, and this week's Bad Boys of the Outdoors. You know, they had options. They could have cut the price so low till they sold them. They could have donated them to the charity. They could have even recycled, just cut the sacks open, dump them into the swamp for wildlife to feed on. Or you could actually bury them and make fertilizer on them. But just to take the sacks and throw them into a boat launch? I don't know. Pretty despicable. Look me straight in the radio. I want you to text me. What is your reaction to this story? 504-260-1870. When we come back, we're going to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. It looks like it's going to be clearing up down in Lower Plaquemines soon. And you can get out there and fish. He'll help you find them. Right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the Plastic Man is Captain Ryan Lambert. And, Ryan, I'm looking at the radar. Boy, that little system really picked up speed in the last couple hours, and it looks like you guys are clear down there at the tip of the boot. What's happening in the Plaquemines today? Everything's good. It just didn't give us as much rain as we thought it was going to. I'll tell you that. I thought we was going to have a lot of rain, but it came through, and, now it's time to go fishing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to leave us with a little north wind. This might be the last front of the season that passes through. Yeah, we always say that, and we get one in June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of nice to have a north wind in June. That's rare, but it has happened. Yeah, but sure has. And I'll tell you what, those fish are on fire, buddy. This is the best fight I've seen in a while. I mean, it's just you want it, you name it, you go get it. Yeah, one of your young captains' dad texted us and said they're catching like crazy down there. Uh, Captain Ross. I mean, you know, Jude, yeah. I tell you, it's, uh, I mean, they, we made some happy people this week, I promise you. I mean, they sit there side by side catching bull reds or, or go catch, you know, they go catch their limited reds and get on a bunch of trout. And then they say, well, stop this, go get bull reds. Okay, well, let's go over here and get them. I mean, that's it's not usually that good, you know, where you can just do whatever you want, catch fish. But it's been good all week, maybe two weeks now. What's been the, the hot baits that they've been using? Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're being honest. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. But not me, but, the, you know. Not I, you, I yeah, on you. <laughs> but but uh, they're catching them on plastic, too. You know, they, they're using a lot of Z-Man products right now, just, you know, just uh, Z-Man uh, uh Minna baits and stuff, the, the, and you can, the, those don't they stretch and you glue them on your hook and, and they're there they're not coming off and you can just fish and fish and fish it's really good on the guide because you know if you can get a bait to stay on if you got three or four people in the boat and trout are biting good you know you can just keep working working the the fish and not having to worry about the bait that's pretty good. Yeah, that's super. Well, look what's going on at the Lambert household this Easter weekend. Uh, let's see. It was Miss Carmen's birthday yesterday, so we had a crawfish ball in the morning. Then last night I did barbecue shrimp and fried trout and onion rings and all that because that's what she wanted. Then today, I don't know, but tomorrow we got prime rib and, uh, you know, all the potatoes and stuff that, you know, like Grandma used to do. 
So uh-huh. that's that's one of my favorites when we do that. So that's what we have tomorrow. Today, I don't know. Oh, they're going looking for wedding dresses today for Katie. Are you going? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you might no, like that. More, you you might dislike that more than shrimp, huh? <laughs> Look, they're talking about wedding stuff 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, y'all keep it up. I'm going to Mexico. And y'all won't see me for a month. <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's all they talk about is that dang wedding. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it'll come and go. That's for sure. Well, yeah, look, you, sure, you mentioned man. onion rings. You got a special way to cook onion rings? I really do. I, you know, I, I I take the sweet onions, whether it's the the ten forty from Texas A and M or the Vidalia, and I cut them thin. And I take that and I put it in milk and I put it in the flour and season my flour just salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And I, I put it in there twice, and I put it in that high grease, and it, and it tastes so sweet and good and crispy, and they, and I make them thin, and man, everybody just loves them. I mean, they just they make me cook that every time we have fish. I gotta cook that for them. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm a big onion ring on fan, and uh, my daughter, number one, the one that does the shows with me, boy, she is a real yeah. onion ring fan, and she's marooned over there in South Texas, and she says she cannot get good onion rings. She says the Popeyes over there don't even sell them. Oh, no, they don't hear either anymore. Some do. They, they used to have a good onion ring. I hadn't found one yet, but when I do, that's the one I'm going to go to. Well, I, I think the reason is it, it slows the, their process down, you know, because they, 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 they cook them fresh, and it takes a while, and most of their business is drive through so I think that's probably had something to do with it. No, that's no no, no excuse. Because <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> the ones that have them could sell them for whatever they want to, for the, and people are going to buy them. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, look, next time I come down them. there, I want you to do some onion rings with you down there. Okay, we'll do that. So just, it's hard to find good onion rings because a lot of them use those yeah, frozen ones. And yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even at some well, of the restaurants, you know, they come out, they're all greasy and thin and, yeah. um, you know, just, I don't know, just not right. No, you got to have it right, you know, and that goes for everything. You know, Chef Leo is doing such a good job. I mean, everybody's loving the food. You know, it's, uh, it's it, things are good. Things are real good for, for Cajun Fishing Adventures, buddy. Well, good. If somebody wants to come down there, tell them to give you a call or check out CajunFishingAdventures.com. And what's that phone number you answer? Nearly 24-7. Oh, they- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, it's uh, 504-559-5111. Miss Corwin must have 300 squealers in the yard right now. She feeds Ooh. them twice a day, and I mean, this this place is it's incredible. All the animals, it's like a zoo around here. And, you know, that's so, uh, that's so uh, what do they call that, um, you know, when th- two things don't match up, I can't think of the word right now. But oxymoron. Anyway, oxymoron. You a big duck hunter and her feeding those squealers back in your I yard. I know. Wait, <laughs> she don't know it, but in my head, I shoot everyone as they come over the lake and they're coming into right in because I sit on my porch and they're coming right at me. Look, yeah. I pick them up. Look, that's why I'm, I keep my eyes so keen because I shoot every one of her ducks. She just don't know it. There you go. Well, have a good Easter, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Happy Easter, my friend. We'll see you. All right. Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Always an adventure. Talking to Ryan on Saturday mornings. All right. Coming back after this, I got a load of text. I'll try to get to as many as we can. If you're going to get one in, it's 504-260-1870. As we wrap up this edition, the Easter edition of the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
All right, getting to your text messages, we got Lafitte LT. He says, the restaurant down there, Bayou de Fami, has the best onion rings. Tell Mr. Plastic Man to come check them out. You know, I ate there recently, and I don't think I ordered them, but, boy, I will next time I'm there. Here's another one, Frankie and Johnny's Onion and Pepper Rings in Uptown New Orleans. Uh, Backstrap Stacker says, next time you're over this way, stop at the Dew Drop Inn in Midtown Mobile. Best onion rings around. I'm going to put that one on my list. Here's one, and we got some comments on the two boys, uh, bad boys, that uh, disposed of the crawfish in the boat launch, let them die and just wasted them. It says, looking you right in the radio, I am fully disgusted with how we increasingly treat life as a commodity, as if, really, he stole those little lives just to have them rot on a dock. Another one says, Don, I bury my seafood shrimp heads, crawfish, and crab debris. It's so simple. And save on never buying fertilizer. Those two are just idiots. Can't be helped to the end. Uh, Here's one that says, uh, those two dirt bags should be banned from ever eating seafood again. And while they're in jail, set up a TV and play reruns of The View 24-7. Ouch. I don't know which one would be worse. The never eating seafood again or 24-7 of the view. In ch- I like the way you, you should be a judge. I'm going to nominate you for a judge. I like your sentences you're handing down. All right, here's Silver Hill Guy. He says, yes, that was awful. They need to be punished with the highest amount of punishment available. They may qualify as one of our contestants for the baddest of the bad. You know, on the last show of the year, we had you vote for them, and I think they could be a contender. Uh, another texter from New Orleans says, good morning, them boys are stupid, enough said. And we have a comment about the red snapper season. I agree with Mr. Campo and the other texters. The seven-day snapper season gives us more chances to get out. Grateful for cellular trail cameras because it helped to catch a guy stealing from the family fishing camp. Happy Easter to all the listeners. Uh, let's see, we got one. Uh, We have fallen into a habit of calling a Louisiana State Safety Inspection sticker a brake tag. It's a public safety inspection sticker, kind of like having a safety on a shotgun. So many of our laws apply to so few of our citizens anymore. That's from Simply Sam. And here's one that says, it's sad. Mike's six-pound trout is now few and far between. Yes, it is. I mentioned to him. Uh, ten year, decade ago, six pound trout, eh, you know, nice fish, wouldn't raise eyebrows like this one did. Back then, it was eight, nine pounders that it took to really get people's attention. Not anymore. All right, we have this one says uh, it's from LB in Baton Rouge. It's glad to hear it's clearing up. Had the kayak ready to roll just in case. Heading to Hopedale to scout for the BCKFC Trout Challenge next week. Well, good luck. Hope you find them. And here's someone in Ohio enjoying a rosy-fingered dawn. Uh, happy Easter. Anybody been bunny hunting? Mm, that wouldn't happen on Easter. That <laughs> wouldn't be cool. There's a mess of rabbits up here. We do a lot of rabbit hunting down here in the south, but it's only between October and the end of February Then the season wraps up. Uh, i got my friend Deb in Indiana. She's listening up there celebrating Easter, birthdays, and doing some radio recording. That's Radio Deb. Uh, let's see, that was uh, someone that we don't have inspection stickers anymore in Mississippi. Didn't know that. And here's a question. Do you know if the ponds around Lamar Dixon Expo are stocked? That's from Big E. Uh, they are not on the list of Department of Wildlife and Fisheries for stocking, but who knows? They may have had some private stocking done there. If they did, I'm unaware. Maybe somebody could enlighten us. 
Well, that's about all the time I got for the text messages. Thanks to all of you who text in. Really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy your Easter. Go get some of them Rouse's hot and pot boiled crawfish. I want to remind you, this broadcast is a special presentation solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Cannot be rebroadcast without the express written consent of this station, the FCC, the DOJ, the FBI, the EPA, the NFL, well, maybe not the NFL, and our network engineer, Cullen Steele, who did a great job, and me. But you can tune us in again live and free radio. We'll be back next Saturday morning, 5 to 7 a.m., dark and early on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.